Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the NFT Morning. Today, uh, John talking. I'm uh, live from HCC. This is a day number three. You can start to see people a bit tired because of two, even three days of party. <laughs> And uh, I, I have the luck. I'm really happy today because we, I am with uh, Jordan uh, Leo. With a Lyle. Lyle. Jordan Lyle. Uh, Jordan Lyle. Uh, so, hi, Jordan. How are you? Hi, John. I'm great. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really happy because you're here to talk about your new project uh, called uh, Prohibited.art, if I'm not wrong. That's it, Prohibition.art. Prohibition, sorry, I said Prohibited. It's Prohibition.art. Uh, so uh, just to summarize what I understood from what we talked together, uh, it's a new generative art uh, platform based on the Artbox engine and on uh and basically you know that will renew the style of uh, minting generative art to democratize i would say generative have to the yeah to the to a maximum of people right that's it we just we just think generative art really should be accessible to everybody uh so prohibition.art launched uh on tuesday we had project zero mint project zero was emily edelman and it sold out 100 editions instantly. Really? Yeah. Already? Oh, no, I hate I it. hate to hear that. Oh. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Already missed it. You lost in uh, so today uh, yesterday, right? Yeah, yesterday. Oh, damn. Tuesday. Wow, okay. Uh, but, you know, there's secondary market so you can still of go course. pick one up. There's a lot of other great art artists releasing collections over the next few weeks. Uh, but but yeah, to your point, it's the goal is to make it accessible so we're we're building um, so we've deployed on Arbitrum Uh, which is an ETH layer two, just to make it really easy, quick transactions, very cheap gas costs. And uh, it's on Artblocks Engine, as you mentioned. It's an open platform, self-service. Anybody can, can uh, create art and release it on our platform. Um, yeah, the whole idea is just making it easy for everyone. Awesome, awesome. So we'll talk a bit more, you know, about the prohibition. Cool. I think it's uh, really cool. Uh, just to come back about who you are, because... I would say you're not a random guy in the space. <laughs> <laughs> you have, uh, yeah, just how, what is your background? How did you end up in this blockchain space, basically? Yeah, I, I'm a long time just like product guy, builder, entrepreneur, startup-y type of, type of guy. Uh, in, in Web2, as we call it, I sold a uh, mobile startup um, to a company called JibJab. It's a Uh, kind of LA-based um, digital media company for, for decades now. Uh, so I've always had this interest of like building fun, entertaining products on the internet. Um, I got into Bitcoin in 2013. I got into Ethereum. I got into Ethereum in 2017. And I was hooked. Um, just as someone, just someone who loves to tinker and build prototypes and build interesting things. Uh, I started building, you know, using smart contracts and it just totally opened up my mind that like we can do more than just send P2P transactions on blockchain. We could actually build products and experiences and infrastructure. So um, my first kind of dip into NFTs was CryptoKitties back in 2017. And uh, I had to make the jump full time. So I've been full time building in the space for like five and a half years now. Wow. I... Uh, all, all within the Ethereum ecosystem... Um, I worked for a startup called Total. They were uh, early kind of DeFi startup. I was head of product there. And then I uh, jumped over to Consensus. I worked at Consensus for a few years doing DeFi product stuff. And then I launched an early NFT platform called Meme, don'tbuymeme.com. And uh, yeah. it, it was an early kind of uh, 
you know, viral sensation, if you could call it that, in the early days of, of like NFTs and mixing DeFi and NFTs. And that was just, it's kind of what got me hooked in building in this NFT space. And um, uh, from there, I went and launched nifties.com. I was a co-founder and head of product for nifties.com. And we did really huge collections with The Matrix and other Warner Brother properties. Uh, and then I went and uh, just recently, or last year, launched um, VenturePunk. And VenturePunk is my studio, my product incubator. So I have a team and we build some interesting things, uh, try to push the envelope and build, build you know, innovative products and projects and communities. Um, and and uh, Prohibition is the most recent, uh, obviously launching yesterday, and it's kind of the biggest venture so far. Uh, but yeah, we just try to just try to build what's next, try to build what's. So fun. yeah, but it's interesting to see, you know, your background. Of course, you know, uh, you know, nobody uses this term anymore, but OG in the space, you know, especially on the product side, and not only you know in the space, but you know, at the end of the day, you've been already creating kind of two art platforms, because yeah. Meme was the first one, and uh, you know, uh, people listening. Uh, NFT morning, the no memes, you know, I think we, it mm. was really interesting experience, I believe. And, uh, you know, I remember this podcast. Uh, I think I heard a podcast of you or read something where you took all the keywords, you know, that were trendy at the moment uh, <laughs> to say, let's do a stacking DeFi uh, yeah. product to farm NFTs or something like this, you know. And so it ended up with this meme token that was a... Uh, you know, that you were able to stack to get uh, free NFTs or something like this. So it's still extremely, for me, it's still extremely, even now, you know, it's still innovative actually as a way, you mm. know, to get NFTs. So it's interesting. And then, yeah, NFTs, you know, uh, also, yeah, the Matrix, uh, the drop, you know, was uh, hugely uh, mediatized, I believe. Yeah. And so, yeah, with this experience and coming with, on one hand, you know, this art experience, on the other hand, you know, business experience, I would say, with this venture bank, uh, make it an interesting project, I believe. Uh, so when you say, uh, uh, maybe, you know, just to understand, you know, which drop did I miss yesterday? Who was the artist? What was it exactly? So Project Zero, everyone's always interested in, like, the first collection to mint, right? Squiggles was the first collection on art blocks. Uh, for us, it was really important that the first artist be represented, but be represented by, you know, someone with a diverse background, someone who just kind of brings a, uh, like an accessible visual aesthetic. Um, Project Zero is called Monospatial, and it's by this amazing artist called Emily Edelman, and she's done a drop on Artblocks Curated uh, years ago. She's She's uh, released on a number of platforms and has kind of built up this following. Uh, so it was really amazing to get to work with her as our first drop. It's uh, 100 pieces. They went on sale for 0.05 ETH. And uh, we, we knew there was going to be demand as it was Project Zero. I didn't anticipate them selling out in a second. I actually wasn't able to make Are you following the floor right now? You know what it is? The floor? Um, I, I haven't looked in, in a bit, but... Uh, I want to say it's maybe point, point three, point four. Okay, so it's kind of by eight or something like this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Of course, it's interesting. So it was the first drop, but I believe, of course, more will come. Uh, do you already have a, a visibility or communicate something about what will the next drop that will happen on the platform? Yeah. Uh, so over the past few weeks, we've been kind of promoting uh, the first eleven artists, the Pro Eleven, and. Um, and that's project ID 0 through 10. 
Um, so over the next 10 days, we're going to release two new drops every other day. And these are either featured drops, these are highlighted drops. In addition to these drops, the community, it's, it's already an open platform, so the community can go and release. We've already seen maybe four or five different projects from the community that we didn't uh, you know, curate necessarily, uh, but because it's an open platform, the community launched these projects. So there's already a lot of other things to mint on the platform. Okay, you have some names of a project of artists, you know, who are onboarded. Yeah, today, as as we're speaking on Wednesday, uh, project ID number one is by Ed Balloon, uh, who's a musician, really great artist. This is another kind of uh, venture into uh, generative art for him. Um, Andrew Edel, or sorry, Andrew uh, Mitchell uh, is going to release today as well. Uh, there's a, a great lineup of uh, kind of known artists and unknown artists and artists that are trying generative art the first time and everything in between. So it's a really good mix of like some, some you know, big names with some, you know, rising stars. Wow, that's really interesting. And the, as you said, you know, uh, you mentioned the fact that the price of the first drop was 0.05 ETH. So, you know, the idea is to make it affordable. Yep. Uh, on the and you mentioned also the, the you know you pay with Ethereum, uh, so uh, does it mean that uh, the project is a Ethereum-based project? Like uh, what? Is, which blockchain it is? It's it's actually on Arbitrum. That's a good thing to call out. We haven't said that yet. Uh, it's on Arbitrum, uh, so uh, which is an Ethereum layer two. So you will have to bridge ETH from mainnet to Arbitrum. It's really easy. We have a bridge on on the site that makes it really easy to move ETH. Um, but fortunately, you know, on the Arbitrum blockchain, you don't you don't need to worry about ARB or any other token. You can just use ETH. It's the main. So I, I make it short. If I use my MetaMask, I will go uh, basically to prohibition. At the moment, I want to connect my wallet. MetaMask will propose me to bridge to Arbitrum, and potentially transfer the predefined amount from Ethereum. Uh, it's on Ethereum to it's on Arbitrum. Yes. And then I will be able to spend my Ethereum on Arbitrum, and if I want them back, I believe I can bring them back on Ethereum if I want to, right? Yeah, it, exactly. You just bridge it over and then buy what you want to buy. Anything left over, you, you can move your ETH back if you wanted to. Uh, you can transact on the, the primary market, you know, an original mint. You can go on the secondary market that's built into Prohibition, and you can buy and sell on, on the marketplace as well. Um, we, we just try to make it Arbitrum really is available, of course, on OpenSea also, if I'm not uh, sure. It, I'm yeah, OpenSea does support it. We can't guarantee that it's the best experience, you know, uh, these NFTs. We, have you have a second-hand market also? We have a secondary market, okay. yeah. We've built that right into the platform. It's a really great user experience. And then maybe more importantly, we guarantee artist royalties. So if you want to make sure that the artists get compensated for... This is a work. huge topic that needs to be mentioned, yeah, of course. Yeah, so that's why we're, uh, you know, encouraging people to stay on prohibition and, and transact on the secondary from our site. I see, I see. So then, and uh, so I think Arbitrum is a structuring choice also, you know, because uh, uh, most of the current projects are based on layer one, but here mm -hmm. at HCC we see that a lot of things are buzzing around yeah. uh, layer two and, you know, I don't, I don't see... Uh, only uh, there's not there's no booth without zk whatever something right <laughs> and so uh why did you choose arbitrum basically 
Well, we knew we wanted an L2, so we've been talking about this idea for a long time, bringing you know, a fun, open platform that's easy to use. And, and by saying that, you know, it's, just, it's really hard to be an accessible product uh, when you're on mainnet Ethereum layer one, just because the gas costs. So we anticipate these NFTs, you know, many of them will be in the 10 to 20 to $40 range, right? And it's, if you're paying that amount, if not more, in gas costs, yeah, it doesn't really, make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, so, you know, we, we talked to everybody, we talked to all, all the layer twos, we kind of shopped around and, uh, we, we chose Arbitrum at the end of the day. There's pros and cons to all these things, you know, just different technology, different ways of doing business. But, um, for us, it was a, you know, Arbitrum is the, I think it's the fourth or fifth biggest blockchain in terms of total value locked. Uh, they have maybe 65% of the L2, you know, activity, uh, but more, more importantly, it's an awesome, it's an awesome community and a really, and really great in terms of developer support and just the vibes. You know, we're calling it prohibition. It's a little bit underground. It's a little <laughs> bit punk, and uh, they're true to that as well. More of a decentralized nature. So, you know, crypto natives. It, it was just a great match there. That's really cool, and uh, I understand. I like you know prohibition. Of course, it you know, talks to everything. You you want to, you 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 play on this also uh, for your drop. You want to keep the mystery on some stuff. Uh, can we expect? Can you know? So you're starting now with like uh, ten drops, as you say. Uh, can so we understand? Of course, the idea is like a bit. Uh, we can see on artbox maybe a curation, uh, but on the other hand, you know, I believe also that uh, it's an open platform. If I'm wrong, right? Yeah, it's open, and and we've we're trying to balance like the the need for openness and decentralization with like wanting to highlight great work. Uh, so while we feel, um, you know, we'll, we'll never have a curation board internally. We don't want to say which art is good and which art is not. Like we want to be an open platform. However, at launch, we want to be able to highlight uh, some really great work. So yeah, it's totally open. But we've lined up like these first ten projects. Um, so an artist can already already come and play with the play with prohibition potentially mean their project, right? Yeah, yeah. We've made the tool super easy. Where if if you're familiar at all with generative art and how to program it in JavaScript or a language, then you're able to log onto the site right now, connect your wallet, and start writing code and deploy it onto mainnet Arbitrum uh, today. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I know that you know that, that it's important to provide a good tool, you know, for artists. I know that you know, it's another category, but it's pretty successful project. Also, FX Ash on Tezos. Yes. Uh, I think also that uh, you know, I think it's interesting to see you know that on the other blockchain, they try they've they've been successful by creating kind of a, a new uh, alternative, I would say, to to art blocks. And from the feedback I got from artists was that. Yeah, the tool they provided to them also, uh, yeah, make it ac accessible and easy. So I believe, you know, that, yeah, you want to provide maybe in the future also maybe more tools, you know, to, to help artists, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of FX Hash and, and a lot of what's going, over there, going on over there on Tezos. Um, they're partially an inspiration for what we're building, right, which is just like this open platform with great tools and similar vibe. Uh, we're just really big fans of Ethereum and, and layer twos on Ethereum. And uh, so, yeah, so we, we've built, built really great tools. You know, my background, as we've talked about, it's like a product side. UX is really important to me in design. 
Um, so it was really important to me that we we would launch our. So we we really spent most of our time development time on the the artist tools on this artist portal, which lets you you know we have a built-in web-based IDE, uh, so programmers can if they wanted to code right there on our platform. A great testing suite. You're able to view it in different uh, you know dimensions. You're able to share the the preview link around. Uh, and that's only going to improve over time. We, we, yeah. we put a lot of attention and, and time and effort into building these great tools. And it's only going to get easier and easier as we go, more, more testing uh, coverage, um, potentially bring in other sorts of tools and other forms of um, crypto art, other like, uh, you know, potentially bring AI into the mix. And mm -hmm. the whole goal is to make it easy for anyone to create, you know, on-chain NFT art. Yeah, AI, AI plus generative seems like to be also like a pretty trendy right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw Kate Vos project also or something yeah. like this. Uh, I didn't check that to be honest. I heard about it, but I, I know that, uh, yeah, people are, you know, yeah, this is your feeling basically. Uh, we are just at the beginning of the uh, blockchain generative art uh, mm -hmm. movement. I think, I think generative art. <laughs> Just in general, generative art is a uh, is is a killer use case, killer app for the blockchain. Not you know it's it's on the list somewhere. I, I I just think the you know generative art existed before the blockchain, even existed before computers, and but it it really becomes this moment of like this inflection point when uh, you know when we put generative art on chain. This idea of like this what's known as like a long form generative art project where uh, the artist writes the script but really can't necessarily tell which is going to get minted because it really only gets minted when the when the collector hits the So the button. random moment is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're seeing other things with like QQL and uh, FX params where the, the minter has even more control over, over the output. Um, so I, I just think it's a really great use case. It's a really great way to onboard people to crypto in general, uh, someone that may not care about the finance side, but they come at it from the art side or the creative side, and they can see that like using these tools, using this technology, blockchain, um, it really allows for so much more creativity and all the reasons why we love NFTs in general. So I... I I've been a big fan since Artblocks launched, and I've been a collector myself. So, yeah, really excited to be kind of putting my own touch on something in this space. Now, that's really, really exciting. You know, we love, uh, yeah, I think you know, a lot of people listening in FT Morning love uh, generative art. We've been following Artblocks also since basically the beginning, I believe. And, mm. and uh, every new, uh, yeah, generative art project, you know, still following what's going on. So, yeah, really, really excited, you know, to see, you know, what's going on, you know, with uh, prohibition.art. Uh, I believe, you know, the, the project, uh, yeah, it's just the beginning also, and uh, we'll see what's going on. But, you know, you can start to mint and see, you know, the all the project coming in the next, basically, uh, the next two weeks, kind of. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, Jordan, I really wanted to thank you, uh, you know, to join. I know you have a talk also soon <laughs> at HCC. And uh, and so, yeah, hope to talk to you soon, maybe in six months, to see how the, the project is going. I would love that. I appreciate that. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Good morning! Happy. Good morning! We'll be happy. Good morning! We'll be with you.